Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody. She's back from Miami. She survived. We've got a lot. We've got a lot to chat about today. I'm just got back from having my Akashic Records read by Logan, past guest. If you haven't listened to her episode, you must. Logan Armstrong, Ayurvedic practitioner, opens the Akashic Records, which is essentially like a record of your soul. We'll get into it. Where to start? Okay, we're just going to jump in. We've got some voicemails. I got to give quick updates on Miami. Let's do it. Favorite workout of the week? Easily the one that happened yesterday. So I got home from Miami Sunday night and I took all day Monday off of work. Best decision I have ever made in my entire life. You need the time. Like if I had to get back from my epic Miami trip on a Sunday night and start working Monday morning, It would have been hell. It would have been absolutely miserable. So I did myself a great service, took Monday off. I didn't get out of bed on Monday until about 12 p.m. My workout is scheduled with Johnny on Mondays at 12.30. I told him, hey, I'm going to come in. Let's keep that scheduled. So I, I, I slept until about 10. I went to bed at about 10, slept till about 10. That's because uh, the night before I went to bed at 8 a.m., and slept from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., then right, got on the plane in the afternoon, came back. This is the thing, all right? We're friends. I can talk about this. There's a certain part of my soul and who I am as a person that lays a little dormant when I'm in Cincinnati, right? And maybe this is true for a lot of people. You got your shit to do. You got your life to do. You have responsibilities, But when I step foot on Miami soil, something inside of me ignites and I kind of step into this true form that I adore and I love and it's really like only able to be accessed when I'm in Miami. I truly feel alive. And I live my life to its fullest extent. Perhaps you were following me on Instagram at Chrissy Grody. That was a, a small snippet, and you know what? I'm not going to get into, I'm not going to get into the full details of the Miami trip because it's it it can be very juicy and saucy, and maybe I need to start a whole separate Patreon episode where I get into the juice and the sauce of my life that is not shared. I share a lot. I share a lot on here, but I don't share everything. Um, that's mostly. <laughs> because I don't want to get arrested. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Anyway, I did it. I lived large in Miami and I stayed in bed most of Monday, but I did go for a workout. So I went to see Johnny and I was like, Johnny, this is going to be interesting. Who knows? I really haven't eaten at all today. I haven't even had coffee. I literally just rolled out of bed, coming off of a bender. Who knows? Let's try it. And strangely enough, I wonder if you guys have had this experience where like you think you're going to come in dragging and you feel almost kind of weird. Like, was I still drunk? I could have been, but I crushed the workout. Like after I got moving and he kind of doing like flow stuff, kind of quick, quick moving, you know, not a lot of rest in between sets, some cardio, I mean, jump rope, you know, a minute of step ups, things like that, where I could really just get in the zone. 
And I was like, Johnny, I'm actually, I'm ready to work. So let's do it. So he kind of, we kind of ended the workout with this push the sled down, walking lunge back, walking lunge back to the sled, pull the sled back, and then some arm movements and ab movements. And I repeated that through three times, but it was just like a heads down. I'm going to bury myself in the work. And it just felt good. Felt good to move my body. I actually felt strong. It's weird. You know, you would think you come back from a trip like that and you might be moving slow. And sometimes you are, sometimes you are, but this was not the case. I was energized. I still have this like Miami heat, if you will, this like flame, this Miami flame, like burning inside me. And it's just like this, this voracious energy that I really hope I can carry on for quite some time because it just feels good. I just want to not work and just sit by myself and live in this like fantasy dream world of reliving my trip and just imagining being in the sun and being on the boat and being in the ocean and going to a club. You guys, I went to a club. I was packed in like a sardine, shoulder to shoulder, cannot move, club music bumping, lights everywhere, people sweating. This was literally what I dreamed of all of quarantine. Every single moment a bar was shut down, every single moment you had to wear a mask, be seated at a table, you can't get up out of your seat. All I wanted was this moment and I got it and it was invigorating. Now you may be listening and you're like, Chrissy, that actually sounds like hell. Who wants to be squished in a hot bar with music? No, it was the best. I'm so thankful I got to experience it. I was really being present in the moment, the whole trip, honestly. I was like, you need to be remembering these moments because you, before you know it, I'm going to be back in the seat. I'm going to be talking to it on, about it on What the Fit. Like you really have to live. And so I did. And I won't, you know, we had a great time. We went out. We went to good dinners. We went on a boat. The boat was amazing. We spent all day just riding around the ocean in the in the city, walking around the city, going to beautiful hotels, beautiful rooftop brunch. I mean, if you haven't followed me, again, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's really interesting, though, like the things that come up for me when I travel. Just going to give a quick thing before we move on. But I, like when I travel, I, you know, you may... You may think of me as a very outgoing person. I love to connect with people. I love to chat and that's all true. But when I'm traveling, I'm like, do not talk to me. Like that whole process of like getting to where I need to be, like airport, Uber line, walking through the airport, like, no, I don't like it. I don't want to be, I don't want to be bothered. I just, I don't like that interaction. And there was a situation where a woman was like coming up to me and I don't know what she wants and and I don't, I don't want to help her. I don't, I'm sorry. I just like, I just don't want to talk. And so she like starts to say something to me and I'm like, sorry, I have somewhere to be. And I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, well, she's probably trying to steal my kidney. Turns out she was actually just asking where the Starbucks was because Kelly and I were holding a Starbucks cup in our hand. Kelly, that's why I need my manager Kelly around because she diffused the situation and she told her where the Starbucks was, but I don't know. It's just funny how things come up. These are some, um, uh, trends I think is the best word. That I noticed when I was in Miami that I thought would be fun to pass along a same color set, so like a like a like a like a biker short 
and the same color top or, or leggings, same color top, matching sets everywhere you go. Be on the lookout for that. Buy your matching set now. Solid color matching sets. Uh, what else? One, one of the many reasons, many reasons why I love Miami so much, no shame in taking pictures. Like you have a full photo shoot happening with one person all around on the beach, at the club, at the dinner table, outside the club. We're at dinner at Bayoli. If you are going to Miami for any sort of occasion, you must go to dinner at Bayoli. Make a reservation later in the night, like 10 p.m. So much fun. Such a fun vibe. But they, they, this huge table, people literally hired a photographer that brought lights set up to take their picture while they were at dinner. And I fucking live for it. And I was jealous and I want to know where I can get my own. What else? Um, weather was perfect. The hotel we stayed out, stayed at was so cute. Again, huge recommendation. We stayed at the Lennox in South Beach. Loved the vibe. Great pool. Very clean. Very chic. It was all amazing. It was great. That's all I'm going to say about the Miami trip. It was phenomenal. If you want to know more, if you need Rex, you can hit me up in the DM. If you want to hear a saucy, spicy episode of what went on behind the scenes, well then, pitch me, pitch it to me, and I'll see if I'll do a Patreon-only release where you have to be a Patreon to hear about it. Okay, let's talk about the Akashic Records. I just walked in the door from having my Akashic Records read by Logan, and so... Oh, I'm just like, I need some time to process. I was telling her, I was like, hopefully I can get this out in the podcast in a meaningful, articulate way because there's just so informa- so much information. So quick recap. So the Akashic Records are like the record of your soul, all the past lives of your soul. Um, you know, your spirit guides kind of come through to her and show her images and messages that she then relays to me and kind of helps me to get a sense of, am I living in alignment? What's the purpose of my life? What are my gifts? So we start out by doing energy work. She has a great, comfortable, cute, relaxing office inside of the breathing room, which is like around O'Brienville. And lay down on a table, have like a comfortable blanket over me, She starts by doing energy work, like starting at my feet, and I'm just like taking deep breaths, and there's relaxing music playing, and she works her way up from my feet to my head, um, crystal on my chest, crystal on my third eye, and it's just, you know, telling me to focus on my breath, and and just like kind of getting very centered and relaxed. Then she says a prayer to open the Akashic Records. So now my Akashic records are open and she starts receiving images and she starts talking out loud to me and and I can answer questions and we can kind of talk back and forth. So the first thing that came through to her for me was an image of a butterfly kind of coming out of a cocoon. And the message there was that, you know, I was really, for this life, um, like I'm really meant to bloom and to to do something, like to just do something really big and kind of live up to this really big potential. But with that, there's a lot of pressure, a lot of it's self-imposed pressure. Uh, and the way that I'm going to get to this place in my life where I'm supposed to be 
is by softening, which is so interesting because the work that I'm doing with Rachel DeRochers in the Head to Heart Mentorship Program, you know, we started this two weeks ago and the first thing that really came to Rachel after talking to me, I told you this is really like a therapy session Rachel and I have, she's like, we need to soften, we need to slow down. And Logan was like echoing pretty much those same sentiments. Like, yes, I, I want to work hard to like get to where I'm going and I need to trust that I'm there, like I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And there's not as much pushing and pulling and like resistance that I think there should be. The success and the progress will come when I soften. And like, that's kind of the lesson for me. There was another image of a lighthouse um, and kind of like climbing my way to the top of the lighthouse and kind of being this this beacon of light and, and somewhat again with the message that I have a gift for inspiring and that I'm kind of put on, put here in, in this life to help others feel a spark in themselves too and help them to see that they're capable of doing things and, and can live a life that they want to live, which was just exactly what I want to do. You know, again, kind of, you know, why I started this podcast and why I feel like it's such important work and why I feel like helping sharing people's stories is is really what I'm called to do. And, and I've always had this feeling, I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast, I've shared it with a lot of people close in my life that I don't know what the goal of the podcast is or what's going to come of the podcast. I don't even know if the end game is the podcast, but the, my motivation and my why behind continuing to do it, you know, now we're almost at three years and haven't stopped, slow down, missed an episode. You guys all know the drill, but that driving force is like, I know that this is going to lead to something, I don't know what that something is, but in my heart, in my int intuition, it says like, just keep doing this, keep like you are on the right path. And so, you know, that the reading of that really helped me feel good about what I was doing and that I was living in alignment and moving in the right direction. And that um, she said that my records were really intense and that I had lived a lot of past lives and that a lot of my past lives, I died really young. Um, so that was like kind of sad to hear. And she said, it, it, I have a lot of sad past lives and that there was a lot of war present and that I was like running and hiding a lot. Um, she like there was a message that came through in a past life of that I was a really young child like hiding in war with my father and we had been separated from our family. And I know it was sad for that life of mine, I guess. And, but then there was another one where there was like kind of like a French countryside and I was really peaceful and making dresses. And I was like, okay, I like that one. Um, so it was just interesting to hear, but I have always felt this, this, you know, sense of needing to feel safe. Like safety has always been a top priority of mine. And I always just attribute it to kind of my chaotic, traumatic childhood. But to now know that it could be even deeper than that is just really interesting and something to keep in mind. But one of the mantras that she gave me in relation to 
you know, having had a lot of shorter past lives, like not being able to live fully, she said, this life, like I am going, because when she told me, she's like, you die young all past lives. I'm like, well, shit. You know, she's like, Chrissy. I'm like, well, what does it mean? And she's like, in this one, you're not going to, like you're put here to really live a full life and experience everything that you can and, and get the most out of it. And I was like, well, that is exactly how I feel that I, what I want to do. Like I want to have as many connections as possible. I want to experience everything in life that there is to experience. Um, and so she was like, you, you need to just remind yourself that you have plenty of time. And that was so significant for me because I hate the feeling of being rushed, like being rushed has always been a huge trigger for me. I just really start to shut down. I'm not present. I lose creativity. Like I just, I feel manic. Um, so she's like, you know, any day that you cannot have a schedule is going to be really good for you. And I totally feel that like on, on weekend days, if I have a day where I don't have anything to do, I do just feel this like huge sense of relief and calm, which I think most people can relate to, but that's something that I'm, I'm going to try to put into practice a little bit more. We talked about um, my spirit guides, and I have a, um, a couple different spirit guides that are around me, and one of them is like a bright white angel, my guardian angel on my right. Um, she talked about, you know, you could hold like a white stone to kind of connect with that guardian angel more deeply, um, that I have a really strong spirit guide in the form of like a beautiful Egyptian queen that sits at the top of my head and she kind of like clears the path for me and really helps me lean into my confidence and my strength. That's what she said. Like one of my gifts was my confidence and my strength and that this ancient Egyptian queen really kind of helps me bring that out, um, which is so, really interesting because I've always had a deep fascination and obsession with ancient Egypt. Like when we were younger, right? And we had to do school projects. Like I would, I would be soaps. I checked out like every book in the library on the Egyptians and I taught the class about the Egyptians. So it was interesting, whatever that means. Um, what about, what else? What else? I'm trying to like, remember there was so much and it's hard to all get it down, but I asked her about my gifts. Um, so she said the strength and confidence was one, but then also that there's like, um, a very kind of rare, duality of beauty that both inner beauty and outer beauty and that it's a big strength of mine and that people will feel inspired through that and that it's something I should lean into rather than shy away from which was interesting because I think like even hearing myself say it out loud I'm like like cringing right like I don't I don't know why I just don't want to talk about being beautiful, which is so crazy, but I guess this is something that I need to lean into more because it can, she framed it in a way of like, it will help other people. And you know, that, that beauty is not only on the outside, but it's internal too. And just to step into that, I'm so uncomfortable talking about it. So please spirit guides know that I'm trying here. Uh, what else? Um, inspiring people, sparking people, gifts. Um, she talked about that there will be a lot of, she kind of saw like a lot of flame, a lot of different flames, a lot of lanterns along the way, kind of pointing to, I'll have a lot of meaningful 
connections in my life, uh, which I already do and I hope to continue. She said that will continue throughout my life. Oh, the other thing about the spirit guide, she asked, she's like, do you want to have children? And I was kind of afraid to answer because she just asked that. And I was like, is she going to tell me I'm not going to have children if I say yes? But so I was like, yes, I do want to have children eventually. And she said that there is like a, a small like baby energy floating around like a blue energy, like a boy. So she's like, be careful. He really is like excited to come. So that was kind of crazy. So Mark, okay. Saying it here first, right. When I get pregnant in 2022, whenever that is, if I'm pregnant with a boy, Logan, you hit the nail on the head. What else was it? I, I just, I really, I, I cried at the end, you know, as we kind of wrapped up because she asked how I was feeling and it was just this huge sense of peace and that like I was living the way that I should be and these feelings and these thoughts and these weird, you know, whenever I have anxiety dreams, it's literally of me like hiding in a house and running away and like trying to get away and to know that like that's not just, I don't know, of some I don't know, just that there's context to like kind of the craziness that goes on inside of our minds. It just made me feel really comforted. It made me feel really confident. It made me feel like I'm not alone. I, so I, I have to do an exercise for Rachel as part of my homework for the Head to Heart program. And I have to write a letter to my 10-year-old self, to 10-year-old Christelle at the time, and tell her, all of the things that I needed to hear as a 10-year-old about being safe and that you're loved. And I had a lot of anxiety about writing the letter. I haven't written it yet, but I was already like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't even know if I have the words for her to like that I feel like I'm going to be able to comfort my 10-year-old self. But after going through this practice with Logan, I was like, no, I definitely have the words. Like I feel almost like stepped into this like adult body. I don't know. It's crazy, you guys. I, I'm still trying to process. I know this might sound <laughs> insane, but it was a truly remarkable, wonderful experience. And I highly encourage anyone that's interested in this type of work or interested in learning more, you know, I guess it's just about what you may think are the, the crazy things inside your head or, or affinities towards things or attractions towards things. You know, she said in my past lives, I've lived like all over the world and like really drawn to culture and travel, you know, different cultures. Um, she said like a, like water is a really big source of comfort for me. Um, and really peaceful, which when my brother died, I just had this huge, just like yearning to be near water when he died. Like I couldn't wait to get to Florida. He died in Florida. I couldn't wait to get to Florida to be near the water because it just felt like it was going to like, it was where I needed to be. It was a very strange sensation. So that was interesting. You know, she asked like, have you ever thought about living by the water? I'm like, yeah, Logan, I've thought about it. But here I am in the middle of Ohio. What else? What else? Um... I don't know. 
there's a lot. I'll probably think of, of more, but she's going to send me a, a lot of images came through and she's going to send me these images. She, she said that she almost gets like a mood board after reading like of all of these different places and colors, you know, she, she mentioned like the color green, like holding a green stone or wearing a green stone, um, you know, as a necklace or a ring or something, you know, would, would be really helpful and kind of bringing me into alignment, Medi meditating and like the big takeaway for me, like the thing that just made me feel so comforted was just like this idea of there's plenty of time like this that is a really big triggering triggering kind of feeling for me like the rushing and and not and there not being enough time so that was really helpful I don't know it was great I I highly highly recommend you guys reach out to her flourish Ayurveda if you need contact you know just hit me up listen to the episode she goes into detail about what it means and and history and, and just does probably a way better job of explaining it than I am. But it was a great experience. I'm really grateful. I'm really thankful. I'm just walking away feeling just really good. I just think I still also need probably need some time to process. But anyway, okay, let's do a big gear shift and listen to some voicemails. Hey Chrissy, it's Karen Dime. Hey, um catching up on your podcast, um, just took a what the fit walk. And wow, what a fascinating conversation with Logan. I met Logan all oh, 10 years ago or something, but I had no idea of all uh, of her practice. And um, the Akashic reading just sounds like the Akashic books just sounds so fascinating. I was listening on my walk and I came home and was totally enthralled with it. So keep up the great work of um, keeping us informed in all sorts of different practices. I'm always interested in trying new things. Also, I've gone back um, to strength training um, with my friend Aaron. I trained with him for a few years, got out of it, and um, back definitely trying to get back into the weights and improving my health. So thanks again and looking forward to the event in June. Take care. Bye. Karen, thank you so much for calling in and giving us a little update. I, too, was enthralled with the Akashic Records, hence why I just got mine read. So, Karen, I really think this could be a really nice self-care treat for you if you want to hit up Logan and get this done. I, If you were fascinated by the conversation, I feel like you would be even more fascinated about actually having the practice done. I highly recommend that for you. Congrats on strength training. That's great. Getting back into it. Um, are you sore? What's going on with that? I always like to know when people start up strength training again, you're going to feel sore. What else you got for? Oh, Karen, thank you for the big reminder. Tuesday, June 8th, listeners, What the Fit Live. Tuesday, June 8th, 6 p.m. at Comfort Station. Tickets are on sale now. You've got to grab them before they sell out. We're only selling about 30 tickets just so there's enough room for everyone to sit outside so everyone has a seat. Uh, it's going to be with a really dope, cool woman that I cannot wait to sit down with and learn more about. Her name's Siri Imani. She's part of a local hip-hop group. She's an artist. She does a lot of activism through art. 
um, a lot of work in the community, a lot of work in culture in Cincinnati. It's going to be a very interesting conversation. I'm super pumped. So, so get your tickets. Uh, link is in Chrissy Grody Instagram, What the Fit Podcast Instagram. If you can't find it, hit me up, DM me. I'll send you the link directly. If you're a $10 Patreon member, event is free for you. If you're a $5 Patreon member, you get 25% off, but tickets are $20 and it includes a free cocktail. And uh, Comfort Station has amazing cocktails. So I hope to see you guys all out. It's going to be so great. Think of a beautiful June night, hanging out, having some good conversation. I think it'll be wonderful. Please come. Thanks for calling, Karen. Okay, next voicemail. Hey, Chrissy, it's Katie Dittman. I'm playing catch-up on past episodes while I am in the car this morning. Um, I was listening about feeling yourself, and I was thinking about a workout I did at AKT in Mason over the weekend, and at the beginning or in the middle of the workout, I looked in the mirror, and I was like, Damn, I look good, feeling good, loved my outfit, thought I looked strong. I was really pleased with how the class was going. I was keeping up. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I caught a glance of myself, and my shirt had, like, shifted a little bit. And I was like, oh, God, no, what I saw before was not reality. And my whole mind was, like, going to another place. And I forced myself to, like, stop for a second because that was just because my shirt had shifted and it was a slightly different angle and the reality I had before feeling myself was still there and so I brought myself back but I was wondering if anybody else does that like catch a glimpse of yourself while you're working out looking one way catch a glimpse of yourself later feel a different way Um, I definitely experienced that a lot and found out later after the workout that the trainer at AKT was on The Bachelor. So fun fact, super exciting. Um, love that journey for us. And yeah, I hope everybody is feeling themselves because I have definitely been feeling myself lately. All right, bye. Thanks. Katie, I've been waiting for someone to call in. I'm begging you all, call in and tell me how you're feeling yourself. Is that message right there? Oh my gosh, I just went down a spiral of feeling myself, Katie. Okay, damn, I look good when you're in a workout and you love your outfit. This this is how I feel about Miami. And like when I'm in Miami at all times, I'm feeling myself. I just, I know what you mean. But but Katie, I know what you mean when you think, you think, you think you're feeling good, right? You are feeling good. I'm feeling myself. I feel good. I feel good. Okay, within the span of 20 minutes, you take another look in the mirror and then you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? What the fuck, you dumb bitch? You do not look good. I totally relate to that, but good for you. I, I honestly will like look in the mirror and 10 minutes later, will go back to the mirror and be like, no, hell no. Look in the mirror once, say, okay, yes, great. 10 minutes later, not. It's ridiculous. Like it, it's totally, totally in our heads. Nothing has changed. Your shirt shifting does not make you any less strong or any less capable of killing that AKT workout with the contestant of The Bachelor. No, you can do that. But I understand. I've totally been there. It's like, I wonder, I wonder what that is. It's all, it's, it's all in the mind because nothing physically is changing. Well, and, and we know feeling yourself that is way more of a mental thing than a physical thing. 
you know, you can be the same day looking exactly the same, but there's a shift there. I feel like it's just an energy shift, but I'm really proud of you for bringing it back and saying, no, I am rocking this. One, one, I'm trying to think of one of the other times I've really was feeling myself. I just had so many good outfits in Miami and it was warm. And like, now I got a little bit of a tan. I burnt my ass cheeks. <gasps> Are we going to talk about the ass picture? I don't know if we should. I did it. I posted a picture of my, I feel like I fucking had to do it. My God, I've been talking all this big game about posting a picture of my ass. It's like, I can't just be all talk. You know, I gotta, I gotta have some tangible action. So I did it. Check it out at Chrissy Grody. Please like it. I haven't gotten a ton of new followers, so I don't know. We'll see what happens there, but it's out there for the world. I was feeling myself. I think it looks good. I'm having like a, like a Rose Dawson moment of Titanic. Like I just need fucking Leonardo DiCaprio behind me. But then if he was behind me, you couldn't see my ass. So I guess it is what it is. It is life. Okay. Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. Okay. I didn't think of a wild card. And I don't want to think of one because I'm, I just don't want to. So can, you, can someone please be calling into the voicemail and giving me some wild card questions? It's hard to always think of them. I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to sign off and, and say, uh, just express, I really want to express my deep, deep gratitude for everyone that listens to this podcast and that is on this journey with me and is helping me to live in alignment of what I'm supposed to be doing. Like your support means so, so much to me. I really hope that you can get this and I really hope I'm conveying it and, and, the best authentic way because it truly is so important to me. And I hope that also in return, you're getting some spark, Karen, when you said that, you know, you get to learn about new things, learn about new people, and maybe that will inspire you to do something, whatever it is. I just really want to say thank you for, for being on this journey with me and, and giving me your support. So I'm going to end on that. Um, share to your socials. Come to the What The Fit Live. Let's hang out. Um, and that's it. I'll see you later. Who we got? Ooh, coming up on Friday. Really fun guest. I'm super pumped to talk to her. Uh, local girly, very fit, participant in the Race Street Open. She's, an, she's a former college athlete. She's cool as fuck. You guys are going to love it, I think. Or at least I hope so. Okay. Love you all. Thank you.